0: Bismillah
1: Welcome everyone and it's good to see you guys once again. We're experimenting with video today. Yeah. Because we're so good looking. <laughs> People wanted to see us. <laughs> like out of all the
0: unnecessary things in the world. <laughs> you can't make me laugh because that's droplets. That's droplets. droplets. <laughs> and we're too close. We're too this close. is a bad example. No, no you no, can
1: 3 meters. <laughs> <laughs> 3 meter Okay. <laughs> This is one meter. Look, it's more than three feet.
0: Yeah? Yeah,
1: yeah. How's short. I'm
0: check We can't high five anymore. We can't high five. We can't. And by the way, we can't cry because if you rub your eyes, yes. you know that that's one of the ways that uh, you get it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and So no crying. No crying. Have you seen the New York Tough video that Andrew Cuomo put yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, you don't have the relationship that I have with New York. I have no relationship with New York. Zero? Zero. Like not even like shok shook. I mean, so I moved to New York in 1999. Right. And uh, I only lived there like two, two and a half years. I moved back to Pakistan in 2001. Um... But I ended up marrying a New Yorker. Mm. So, you know, alhamdulillah, we've, we end up being there quite a lot. Um, And I totally like, it's totally like, like deeply in, like within me and of me, and I am of it. Like it's very, it's very heavy how, how, like how close I feel to the city. So watching the numbers. I think it's like over three thousand that have died yeah. in New York. Um, that's been uh, that's been an interesting emotional experience. Um, so yeah, it was it was uh, really I think really heartwarming to see that video. It really captured. I mean, I thought a lot of my father-in-law. My father-in-law is a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Like he moved there in 19, 1968 or something. So he's been there, you know, his whole life. Um, is not a commonly known thing. I've mentioned it to you. You know that he's yeah. a really hardcore. I hope he doesn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I, know I it love doesn't... him. I love him dearly. Yeah, yeah. I call yeah. him Papa. He's you know yeah. as he should be. He's huh. he's like uh, he's like my father. He is my father. Yeah, uh, the grandfather of my children. And, um, he uh, he loves. So imagine the most hardcore in Safi you can, like, com- just imagine that person. Yes. Multiply that by Naeem haq Yes. Multiply that by, like, uh, Shaukut Khanam and Fundraiser, like, yes. just the whole thing, and then multiply it by a stretch of, like, 40 years. Yeah. That's my father-in-law
1: because that's the thing with new yorkers right <laughs> you know, they they just don't do anything in half measures
0: right <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: uh, but our dog can't uh, do walk two okay, so it's it's part and parcel uh, of the no thing. no
0: we no we don't yeah. because there's a hot dog cart every second block so right. nobody needs to walk two meal okay. these are the tumhare andar jo, jo uh, de, this ye taso <laughs> <barato, laughs> <isko nikaalo fasi. laughs>
1: But I have to say, I've been to Manhattan. That, I think, is a place where I feel there's electricity in the air. Right. There's something about it. I mean, I've not been that much, but I got this feeling that, you know, this is different.
0: Wait, you realize that because we're recording, we can't eat, no more nose-picking. Yes. No more, like, fearless. I can already feel that it's affected our conversation. It has because, you see, I want to rub my right eye really badly right now. (laughs) I I picked this up so I could pretend that I was social distancing. I was like, it's all on camera. Are we six feet apart? Is is this six feet? uh, No, no,
1: this is not six feet. This is uh, about four feet. But the advice is between three feet for no symptoms and six feet for symptoms.
0: Um, and then everybody. So why don't you very tell patients. everyone why we haven't made an episode for the last three weeks?
1: Because we've just been doing. Oh well, one is I thought I had it, right? <laughs> exactly. Right, and and I was exposed to somebody uh, who had been exposed to people who did have it, and then there were uh, testing done and all that, and then they didn't have it. But then I got sick, and so I just kept it quiet because you know I just thought okay. I'm just alone in my room. Let's just see what happens. And uh, after four or five days, I was better. It was just an inopportune flu, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so
0: that's why so, we didn't. How much are you reading about this? Um, quite a bit. Yeah. So, I mean, the one, uh, I mean, tell I mean, tell I
1: have to say two things. Like, in, in the readings, two things have come out. But based on my experiences today, one is I was just thinking, like, you know, in this whole tragedy that has befallen all of humanity, I only know of one person who's actually kind of happy. And uh, that's the take it out of the BRT, right? This has worked out <laughs> perfectly for him, right? <laughs> you know, he's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Kudunogheda. Yes, together, yes, right? <laughs> and, and the other one is like, you know, I just went to Shaheen and the guy looked at me and says, you know, um, he didn't say this, of course, but, you know, the look of the regained... Conference. By the way, you could have just yeah. said that he uh, said this because, like, yeah. you're a storyteller. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it looked in his face... <laughs> like, it's leveled the whole thing once again. You know... fussy, uh, Yeah.
0: We can't say listeners anymore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but our listeners, actually, yeah. it's recording sound as well. Yes. Mm. <clears throat> and I think the sound's going to be better than usual because we really, you know, go all, all out yeah. on the sound. So, like before the coronavirus,
1: Zoom was actually a microphone. Yeah. And now Zoom is.
0: Basically, that teleconferencing software. It's amazing. Yeah. Is it, it's not the same company. No. Yeah. No. What I was going to tell our viewers and today, our listeners, is um, Fussy stopped by Kitchen Cuisine um, and paid for all this food. Correct? Mm-hmm. And yet, here we are plugging Kitchen Cuisine. Yes. We need like a business development sort of a thing right now. I loved that Shahab
1: was here just before. Shahab did, is
0: one of my colleagues, yeah. a former colleague of Fussy's,
1: Yeah. And, uh, really talented guy. And, you know, I was just saying, it's like, you know, like ever since like the new hi-fi society places have come up, kitchen cuisine used to be the shit in the past, right? And kitchen just,
0: cuisine was, was the rich man's burning brownie. Yeah, yeah. Like for years. For years and yeah, years. yeah. And just then, like Copper Kettle used to be like this, like, remember when Copper Kettle was own, like... Arizona Grill, before was, they killed people, right? They right. were like the biggest yeah, thing yeah, in town, yeah, yeah. right? But no, they were like Nobu. I, yeah. mean, I mean, Copper Kettle was like...
1: Yeah. I agree. This I agree. is all being recorded. Yes, yes. But but I'm just saying is that, and and you know, Shab was saying is like, hey, for that, like, I still like Bakewell, right? And it just reminded me of these things that I went to... A simpler time. A simpler time and bakel is burger, samburger. Samburger, so I mean, I don't know that much of the Islamabad Pindi places, but I went to uh, oh, yeah,
0: you're, you're you're a late onset. you're like a day boarder, a you're day border, like a day boarder, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I went in Pindi, they have bread and butter, and that's a series of bakeries, and they have this like really basic chicken burger, and I think it's the best thing ever. and. I remember when, you know those raids that were happening the past three, four years? Punjab Food Authority. Punjab Food Authority. Heroes. This is and all that. And I remember when they raided uh, this uh, bread and butter. They shut it down? Yeah, yeah. They said it's unhygienic, whatever. So, for some reason, right, I said, I've had it, right? We've been eating all this crap for years. Nobody's ever gotten sick. So, I just wrote a post like, I don't believe I right. am <laughs> like,
0: I don't believe it. It's not true. Manda, <laughs> This is, <many. laughs> this is a great stuff.
1: I've only ever eaten one item, but I've had it two, three times from there, and it's excellent. And then eventually people started writing. And the owner of better Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> we gotta, I mean, look, the, somebody's got to pay for this. I just touched my face, and yeah. so now I'm using this. Um, Hand sanitizer. Purell.
1: Well. No less. Well, yeah. don't, don't tell people. Yeah. And everybody, everybody's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, Chinese Mon- yeah. No,
0: I shouldn't say that. It's CPEC. Thank you, China. Uh-huh. Um, they, they, they Chinese it Mon- was there was like these 23 companies that Fawad, uh, Fawad Jodhry, who's our minister for science and technology. Yeah. He tweeted, uh, I mean, he had the PCSIR, I think, do a like a quick hmm. assessment. And it turns out that, like, he just needs to reach out to the bootleggers,
1: right? <laughs> and they can turn it all around in four days. They'll supply six months' worth of. I think it's interesting, things.
0: yeah, how difficult I'm finding it to, and I'm. It, it's interesting that you're making all these jokes.
1: Yeah, but I, I also think that you know, I think like if you were to see maybe this episode and. But keep going. Cause yeah. we're gonna record. Yeah, and
0: apparently we've lost. Uh, like completely lost video. Okay. But that's okay. We're gonna just
1: Doesn't matter, the audio yeah. will still be around. Yeah, exactly.
0: But uh, I was
1: just saying is that I, I also think like if you were to see this Oh it
0: only does ten minute slots. Right. Apparently. Okay. So that's I don't know what Shahab did. Yeah. cancel <laughs> 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 Cancel.
1: Cancel. No, but I I was just saying is that like I think if you were to watch this maybe two, three weeks down the line, right? It wouldn't you won't be able to say the same things. Like, um, because then it'll get really heavy. I mean, the question will be is you'll have hospitals that may be overflowing. You may have uh, people who are extremely angry. I think even the best performing governments around the world, even those who are well-resourced, will have issues. And uh, so I, I just think like it's knowingly that you have a little brief respite right now. I think you can take it with some levity, but you know what's coming.
0: Uh, do people, do you think, so just to fill people in, um, both myself and Fussy have been working on, uh, on COVID-19, uh, and particular on, uh, communications and on policy. Um, <clears throat> I had a chance to go and spend a couple of days in Peshawar with, uh, with the KP government, um trying to help uh, devise kind of a core structure and uh, approach on COVID comms or, you know, kind of crisis or emergency communications for the province. Uh, Fussy's been doing uh, communications work with... uh, Is this okay for me to... um, he's also been doing a lot of comms work uh, in support of the KP government. Um, so we're, uh, you know, doing a lot of work, staying up uh, a lot of nights and uh, doing it in this work from home environment. Do You want to check if my thing is still running? Your thing is perfect. Okay. And it's running, the numbers are the hours, minutes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's
1: crossed the 10-minute
0: threshold. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's very sobering. And I, I i mean, what I noticed in the first three minutes of our conversation is that I'm having trouble, you know, loosening up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I think you're right. I think what's coming is really, really, really scary. uh um,
1: so I mean, here's the thing. I think that it's one of those few things where all of humanity is in the same boat. It's um, um, one of those things that, luckily, in some ways, that you know, the wealth of information coming out is something that where people can learn from one another and things uh, going forward. I think ultimately uh, we'll have to question. Because there's so much stuff like this, right? Things that people talk about, but because we prioritize the present and discount the future, and that's something that's not new. Its nations have done it since the Roman times, they've done it since the Greeks. This is something that is inevitably a feature of human nature, and it's a feature of government as well, because... It's also the nature of how governments are put together and the timeframes within which they're supposed to deliver or actually even think in some respects. And um, so, I mean, I just keep thinking, right? Stuff like this was talked about. We put it at the back of our minds. And to me, this is here and now and I can feel it. But what it's given me a sudden appreciation for is actually climate change. In the sense that we're just saying that that is possibly nightmarish even compared to this. And that's just 10, 15 years off when the projections start coming true. And I think the most interesting thing is that a lot of people, and I've seen a lot of uh, articles about this, that the world will not be the same after this. And I actually don't believe that. I mean, I think I read something and it was really interesting. Is like after the stock market crash of you know, 1919, then you had the roaring 20s right people were back to consumption in a certain way um when you look at a lot of things that happen nations that go to war unnecessarily and then that's the lesson of world war 1 and world war 2 is that within just a span of two decades they're back at it as if the lessons and you know the horror doesn't register that the human mind has a facility for forgetting uh in a way that again prioritizes the present so i'm just hoping that uh, what usually happens doesn't happen because it has suddenly come alive to a lot of people that what was once in the you know, realm of science fiction or speculative fiction is now
0: actually fact. Have you watched this movie Contagion? Long time ago. Yeah, I, I remember starting it and I remember being, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I have this weird... Uh, contempt for serious film. I don't I don't like it. I think part of it is I, I remember saying once to somebody, you know, film noir, art, cinema, you know, I, I think we live it. Like if you look at if you lived in Pakistan and worked, you know, in and around public policy from two thousand one to now, you have lived a sci fi. Film, like it's just not real. The kind of, <clears throat> I mean, I was just be, be, you got to watch this Andrew Como. Uh, oh, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about Peshawar like the whole time. I don't know why. I, I, I we've talked about that yeah. for sure. like right? yeah. I have this weird relationship with the city and, yeah. and, and with the province at large, and um, I don't think we've healed. I think we've come close to healing. I think there's attempts to heal that, you know, get shouted down because, you know, we're afraid of, uh, as I think any elitist society is, we're afraid of, you know, accountability for the pain that's been caused. So I can't help but feel really uh, scared about the future. I think you're right. I think that, I mean, as you were saying this now, Jesse, to mention I was thinking about. <clears throat> immediately, I thought about Kashmir. Yeah. Uh, my my profile photo on Twitter. Twitter's a big deal for me. I you know spend a fair bit of time on it. Mm. That's how I consume almost all my news. I don't go to websites. Anymore. I go to websites yeah. because of Twitter. Yeah. So my timeline has been curated in a way that you know that's how I learn about what's what's happening in the world and you know how I should react to it and. Uh, um, red uh, you know it's just a red dot like a red profile photo which I changed like I think on the 6th or 7th of August and it's been like that and they went and promulgated some new some new rule you know they let what of the loud I can't imagine that the I can't imagine that the Indians are going to change very much because of COVID mm mm-hmm. And I don't see why we would. Yeah. In terms of you know our perception of risk and our perception of our security. Meanwhile, <clears throat> how many people in Kashmir have COVID, and who's talking about it?
1: Yeah. No, so I agree. I mean, I I, I think it's well. I, I think I'd take it. Uh, so you were talking about fishers and things like that. I just think that there's a lot that the state. So one of the things about you know, the state of Pakistan, and this applies to a lot of countries also, is that when it's not been able to solve deep-rooted structural issues or, you know, whether it's ethnic issues or it's just even sectarian conflict, what it has been able to do is put a lid on things, right? Which is, it's been able to contain them either to some places, it's been able to give out largesse in order to, again, buy off certain leaders' movements or co-opt them into doing other things. But it's interesting that at a time like this, right, when those fundamental issues aren't resolved, like I've been fascinated to see is how the COVID thing has brought to the surface a lot of anti-Shia sentiment, for example. Yeah. Right? It's really interesting just to see that the way that has suddenly become an issue and for a lot of people... It's um, something that I didn't expect at some level. Um, you know, you'll get it uh, at any other level, and I think that that's just a precursor for things to come. If you're eventually, if we have to ration out healthcare, uh, which we effectively do anyway through um, what I'd call, you know, distances and things like that. Uh, but if we had, you know, things came to a head, there was a public law and order situation. So we'd see like a lot of what we'd call well-adjusted communities. And then even there things that are beneath the surface. And that's the thing that worries me the most. Because coming back from that without then trying to find a solution that, you know, how do we solve this? And one of the ways that I, at least the way I've often thought about it, like this particular census result, you know, a lot of people have issues with it and all that. And to me it was always the perfect result. <clears> right? Because it didn't change things enough to get the state to answer difficult questions. Which is like in places like Balochistan, as your demography has changed, how does it change representation? Karachi is an issue like that
0: as well. Well it's so, Karachi and Balochistan. Exactly, right? Things, yeah, yeah,
1: right. And 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 so and it's so sad to say, but actually The inefficiency of the result in some ways was ideal because the state was just not geared to have that conversation or make the necessary adjustments that would be required. Um, And so where we'll be after maybe a month or two months, three months, that's a worst-case projection. That's something we have to keep in mind, and it's going to be really difficult because we can't speak to each other now because of the polarization on
0: more marginal issues. This one is going to be really out there well yeah i think it's terrifying do you mind just taking a look and see if we're still uh, rolling yeah 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 i would never let this camera lose you no no don't worry don't no, you don't understand there's a happen. subtle there's a subtle <laughs> purpose that i'm yeah. that i'm doing this yeah. with and you know exactly <laughs> what it is right so me and fussy have been at loggerheads i mean obviously we hate each other because yeah. of our ethnicities yeah. and you know yeah. uh our city affiliations yeah. and you know many other cultural and linguistic issues but the primary reason why fussy hates me and i hate him is <laughs> that fussy is a samsung guy yes. and i'm the iphone guy yeah <clears throat> and of course yes we already know that Fussy's is more <laughs> likable anyway and we know that you know most Lala is right because of course you're all android loving morons you know you're gonna side with fussy but here's the deal. Yeah. Fussy's Android Samsung phone. I need to keep. I need to keep my eye out because <laughs> yes. it shuts down. Yeah. Every 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'm sure it's a settings issue. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. But all I know is I have to keep looking at this. Yeah. And Alhamdulillah, that baby yeah. keeps keeps it's trucking. The
1: price you pay for being eco-friendly, right? <laughs> 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 Don't yeah. waste. Don't waste. Uh, uh. We'll go
0: um, I think this post-COVID situation will exacerbate what has already become so obvious, right? After, during, right now, the kids whose school year hasn't fallen off a cliff are rich kids Mm. because their schools have Microsoft Teams or Zoom or what, what have you. And pretty much every kid in class, with the exception of maybe a Kaduka here and there, they're able to access it. The school's able to provide training to its teachers. Kids are, kids are doing classes. Yeah. Now, what percentage of kids in this country? Probably not more than two and a half to, on the outside, maybe 5%. But And 5% is a really generous number. It's mm. a very small number. Most kids, even ones that go to mid-range private schools... Uh, are really struggling. Their yeah. families are struggling. The kids don't know what to do. The kids are getting to see dad for the first time, in all his glory. Yeah. Um, I speak only of myself, you know. Yeah. Uh, trying to, you know, work in a. I mean, Alhamdulillah, we live in a. We don't live in a small small house, but we yeah. don't live in a large house either. Yeah, and we we have a joint family sort of situation. So there's a lot of people in the house, with you know sounds of you know. The, the youngest kids, you know, being as young as three and four, making, you know, all kinds of noise without consideration for what kind of phone call I'm I'm on. Mm. Um, and, you know, my own kids with a lot of anxiety and stress about, you know, exam, exam delays and cancellation of, you know, competitions and what have you. And that's all pretty and good. But then there's kids who were barely going to school. And now the, the floor has just caved, right? And so how difficult is it going to be to get borderline kids who had just started going to school and were going to school because of a lot of pressure and everything being right. Hmm. The bis payment was coming in, you know, the father or the chacha or somebody in the family had like a marginal job. They were just staying alive and the kid had started going to school. That might be 25% of your entire school-going population in this country. And you've just, and nobody's done that that's COVID, right? And, and that's why I'm kind of, I'm not so excited about this whole rage against the state right now, because actually it really doesn't matter what government is in power, who's in power. This is about what we know as the best ever conceived system to organize society, is the modern state that we have in Pakistan as well today. It's not the best that it could be. It's not the best that you watch on TV or in movies or on the West Wing or that you experience if you're the top 2% as a brown immigrant to New York or London or, or Dubai. So, you know, there's limitations to this model. It's extremely limited. It gets a lot of stuff wrong. But in human history, individuals who aren't royalty have never had it as good as they did the day before COVID hit us. And my fear is that the biggest casualty of COVID will be the system. Because once in this country, we start seeing Italy-like scenes, old people being refused treatment on CPAPs and ventilators, poor people not being able to eat because there's no food, supply lines and logistics collapsing. Medical supplies, especially imports, collapsing because the ships aren't running and the planes aren't running. There's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of hope. I don't think if we don't kind of collapse inwards for each other, lock our hands together, and try and resist this calamitous impact of COVID on how we organize. Society, in terms of its operation, notwithstanding that it is, it produces a bunch of really bad outcomes, lots of crony capitalism. We're seeing that today. Was it last night? It was last night. Last night, uh, the sugar and the wheat crisis reports were released. You know, I think it's validation. Actually, I'm not even going to go there. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do. I, I don't care who got super rich right now. Because right now we have to save the way that we've organized a society in terms of what it does do, it actually does quite a lot. Right? So I'm, I am so I agree with you, right? I, I think that that's
1: the way to look at it and that's probably some of the trajectory of the things that are happening. I do think that on a maybe more real politics sense is that When this thing happens, um, one of the ways that people tend to get some catharsis or come together is that when you have an identified villain. Who do you think that's going to be? Well, already they've set up Zulfi Bukhari to be that uh, because uh, they've positioned him based on the Taftan thing. The interesting thing, though, about that is, right, whatever the arrangements and the failure, um, even though I don't think anything of him, but ultimately it is your responsibility to bring your citizens back. If another country doesn't want them, is just pushing them out. And that is a humanitarian issue for your own citizens that you have to respond to.
0: Even this one, I'm, I'm hesitating to get into. i got to be honest with you. But, but I don't but, know. But what, what do you, should we get into it? Because no, 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 there's no. a lot to say on this, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: But my, my point being is that like, I'm, just, I'm just wondering when I look at that point, right? When it comes and then when everyone sees that some of the things that happened or the inevitable failures, again, even the strongest of state will be, uh, will be getting through these right now. And one of the ways that you get around things like this is when you identify your villains. And those villains are either arbitrarily chosen or they're chosen for X, Y, Z, or they might be even real villains in the whole process. And that is, I think, something that will eventually happen that will then give a sense that you absolve the state, right? Because right now the danger is like when they see the state crumble at certain levels of things that they'll be requiring and it won't come through. And... Again, I think it's one of the easiest things that you could not exactly put it, but do you remember 2009 to 2013, 11, or 12 at least? What was the feeling? It was this panic that... We were
0: in a constant,
1: it was a permanent panic. Right? It was a permanent panic. And what was the panic? The panic was always that you always felt Pakistan wasn't doing well or were slightly worse off every year, but you never entertained the thought that the state could crumble.
0: You, you, you never thought it would come? No, pe- before, yeah, before. Before 2008, 2008 right? Yeah, eight, it, yeah, right? Absolutely. You never thought no, that. No, never.
1: Every year, pl- plus, I mean, another way of framing this is also the national character. Actually, the way that you even become friends with someone is by slagging off the state of the country at any point right that halat halat things are things are real bad real bad ayub khan the that yeah. somebody throws that in at yeah. some point yeah, you know those were such <laughs> good days i was like
0: sorry we can't we can't we'll bleep it yeah yeah so that but like Dude, you were born in like 1983. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like what? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. No, my father was like, yeah. dude, your dad was like minister. Like yeah. of course, yeah, he was a minister. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. no, no, but when Chacha was not, right, I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, all right, I yeah. got you. You know, Chacha yeah. was on, you know, tilling land. Like, yeah. And things were good for you. For <laughs> you, exactly. And things are still good for you. Yeah. Like you. You just drove up in like a, and I'm not gonna say Audi or Mercedes. You drove up in a like a Corolla. Yeah. Like you're doing okay in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, could it be better? Of yeah. course, it could be better. Yeah. Uh, even Benazir Bhutto was assassinated. Yeah. Injustice. You know, Zial. It's not a popular position. but Zial Huk was blown up in the in a plane. Yeah. That's that's unjust. Yeah. Right. If we have a problem with him, he should have been. You know, pride and right? yeah, yeah, but but like getting blown up. Yeah. So even Zia and Bibi, you know, yeah, and that's the distinction
1: right now, right? The distinction is that what we worry about six weeks, two months down the line is not that oh my god, the state is extractive, the state is doing poorly, we could have done better. It's that feeling between two thousand nine and thirteen, where you feel that you know we've crumbled, that you know. It's an existential issue. And that's the thing to I think the s- worry about. the spring
0: of 2009 for me, and it's probably the same for you, it was yeah. the build-up to Sawat, I think, that yes. was probably... I think probably the and our capitulation was terrifying. Was well, shameful, right? Well, well, well that year day after for me, that, yeah, The yeah. year after the Sawat, yeah. you know, when they started the Sawat operation, and then in Jan 2010 you had Raymond Davis, yeah. and you had Salman Taseer. Then yeah. in March 2010 you had Shahbaz Bhatti. Yeah. Then in May 2010 you had. OBL that in July and August you had the Americans basically blowing it wide open, right? Well, uh, Mullen gives the testimony. September, somebody pops Rabani. November, uh, Salala happens, and then it's like internationally and domestically, you're just you know almost flatlining. Yeah. It was no, no. Forget
1: not. Also, forget that
0: there are two, three other contextual things. things. International
1: price shock, right? That we couldn't sustain. For the first time, we had like 20-25% inflation. Then we had a worldwide recession happening with the price shock. Yep. And then it also, December and also electricity started being felt at that particular time. There was there was load shedding. 10 an exactly. Day. So there was nothing. Everything Everyone, was... yeah. All of a sudden, people thought, wait, this state might not exist if it keeps going like this. And that is that? something no one ever entertained before. I I mean, I don't know, but I even imagine in 71, it was like a huge shock to people. but that, People didn't know, man. Yeah, they didn't know, right? Yeah. Now right? everybody knows. Everybody. And now everybody knows. And that one period, and so my fear is that if the worst of the projections come to be true, that is what, and that's why I keep saying, right? You're going to have to find a villain because that's the only way people will you know, bring themselves to rationalize it and come back. As bad as that sounds.
0: Yeah, no, it does sound bad. Um, It sounds bad. Um, I'm just checking on all the tech. So, I think that both of our mics are capturing both our uh, sound. So, like double power? Well, I don't know. (laughs) I'll leave this to whoever ends up the poor soul that ends up having to edit this. Yeah. Especially with this, because basically I'm having to switch it off and on again yeah. at 9.55 or something. Yeah. And both times I've done it, yeah. you've been speaking. Right. So by the way, you only speak for like 10% of the podcast. As, <laughs> as, as, as you've complained privately to me, <laughs> as has been the cause of long interactions of no, of no episodes. And it, as has been pointed out by m- your fans. Right, right, right. The How to Pakistan uh, podcast
1: fans. Your Actually, family. should I tell you something? I was ashamed of myself recently. You know the last one It we finally did, happened. Yeah, the <laughs> last one we did, the one with...
0: Um, um, uh, it was so long ago. Yeah, no,
1: no. I, I, I'm trying to remember the topic. and Because I'm really bad with names. That really... Uh, there were two really gifted guests. The lawyer, Omer Gilani yeah. and... Uh, Hassan Akbar. Hasan Akbar. I talk too much in that one. I, I don't know what <laughs> came over me. Right? I heard it and I was like, what's wrong with I you?
0: think what happens is when you're around... Well,
1: I remember people, what, no, <laughs> no, no, I remember what happened. Miss, would you be What there? you be, there? You be there? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I remember what happened. What was it? It was you three were on one page and I was on another page. <laughs> I
0: was going to say, Umar is good people, at least from your perspective. I love it. I think uh, he's, he loves poor people. Yes, uh, he loves the marginalized. Yes, you know he cares about you know the environment. I mean, all the all the things that you know. Yeah, that, that you that you you would, know, I'm very
1: impressed because uh, for him it's not just
0: the talk. Because
1: there's a certain uh, oh, benefit to virtue signaling. Oh, and oh all he's, that. Real.
0: he's, he's like, real. He's like he's like a right? That, that nobody's like Amadishe. Sorry, true, I don't true. like. I don't even care like yeah. about bias or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I have a bias. Yeah, I
1: yeah I no, Amad
0: Rashid Truly, I, I mean, mean he is in that generation. There's nobody like him. I absolutely agree. Alhamdulillah, I'm yeah. so proud to know him. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. We've but already you know, talked about him, yeah, but there's
1: a reason there's not a lot of people like him. What's that? 'Cause the state won't dissuade extremists. But somebody like him, the state takes an interest in. Yeah, bate or non violence. It's not a right
0: thing. <clears throat> well, I'll go maybe a step further. I'll say yeah. that the reason why there's not that many people like him, so I think a lot of a lot of us start out where he is. Yeah. But either Legitimately and sincerely, and I would say 99.99% it's legitimate and sincere. Yeah. People develop the view that the way things are, working with that, you know, and ingraining yourself in that is the best pathway to better outcomes. Yeah, I mean, eventually, if you become... I mean, we all get co-opted, right? Yeah, Essentially. And I think co-opted isn't like... There's no machine out there that's looking at every smart young graduate of, like, you know, a decent university and picking them out. It's that you make choices yourself.
1: Which is is why, like, I have... I mean, at an intellectual level, even though on many issues I am the same, I have a problem with centricism, right? Because the problem with centricism is that 90% of the time you end up justifying the de facto and the powerful
0: right i you know i so i have a strong view on this because yeah. i've seen that there's been a like a real surge in like you know center hatred right this exact thing that like right. centrists are out there basically carrying the water for you know oppression and injustice no, but wait, it's let me continue. Nonsense. No, no, no. And I, I, so, and I don't no. mind getting, really getting into it with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want you to back off. Because yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's, no, worth, like, yeah, no, it's worth... Yeah, it's
1: worth talking yeah, about. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. in the centrist camp myself on probably now 80% of the things, right? Why uh, you know me? You You're censoring yourself. I'm right? censoring myself. He's a lot is be, uh, what's the word? Takre khaingi or tokare khaingi?
0: Both, I think. Tokare, <laughs> yeah. ha.
1: But I mean, in a way, it gets... But, but it's also true, right? Like, at some level, I think the weaker willed amongst us who were really left at one point, right? There's a way of the system to beat it out of you. And why I do admire, and sometimes like when I see like criticism that goes towards those who are on the extreme end of the left is I think that those extreme positions where I might find them as impractical, but they also help keep the conversation honest at a level mm-hmm. that this is what you should be striving for. Yep. And then 90% of us is like, it's just not going to happen. It's not available, the money. But would but you I, say
0: that about Khadim hussain V or, to be more extreme about it, somebody like Baghdadi? You wouldn't because Baghdadi is a straight-up like, murderer. Um, but just before that line. So, so this is interesting, right? So I... So I and not to draw a moral equivalence, by the way, between sort of a, a, no, no, a but, non-violent leftist but, 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 and but a borderline yeah, violent Yeah, But it's, rightist. again, an argument
1: that gets made, right? Like, that's is it hypocritical to, yeah. to say that you want to give so much space to your preferred candidate? Exactly. Right? Yeah. And 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 I see that argument. The problem I have with that argument is... is I actually believe, right, people, and this is the one element of being a libertarian. I'm not a libertarian, but this is one thing I am slightly in, which is however people want to live their lives, as conservative, as liberal, as religious, irreligious, right? That shouldn't be impinged upon. The only problem comes is like when it is creating violence or creating... um, you know, an unsafe environment... All violence your, is bad? The, so, uh, you know me, right? Like, I'm in the anti-violence camp, right? But yeah. I've come to the... Uh, I, I I now see the need for a certain fine, but I will never... I don't... I find it difficult for me to justify it or say it. But I'm just saying, is that if, for example, there are left-wing groups that say, okay, now we need to have, like, you know... Uh, an interruption, like because there was a time when, before, let's say, the Muslim um, armed struggle or the Muslim armed ideolo- ideological um, movement, before that, that space was occupied by certain forms of, you know, um, totalitarian communism and those groups, right? Those who believe it in worldwide revolution and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of them were obviously reacting to grave injustices as well, but there was also a problem. Like for me, and again, this is one of my problems, is like I just find the sanction or urge to violence to be problematic in all cases. And I do agree that you can be driven to that, which is what maybe you're asking. But I think that if we take Khadam Rizvi, right, and that certain ilk, And we know that that leads to lynch mobs. We know that that leads to a series of murders that are well documented. So I actually don't see a problem that that needs to be curbed. Right? If right now the left, the extreme left we're talking about, we might not, some people might not like what they say. Mm. But really with placards and Mombatis... I don't think they're really trying to burn. No, no. Anybody. But where
0: is the extreme li- I mean, look, uh, it's not the extreme. There is everything, not extreme is,
1: everything is a perspective, right? But the, but the these guys are barely leftists. Yeah, yeah. But I'm the ambit has narrowed so much that a lot of things, like even if you say I respect life in all of its forms, right, that shouldn't be a left position.
0: Yeah, look, I think you're right. I mean, I think everything has shifted so severely rightwards that we're not even conscious of how right wing. The global discourse has yeah, become. Yeah. I mean, the American, you know, Biden is the realistic candidate against Trump. So basically, this is like a Republican versus Republican yeah. race, right? Yeah, as, of, yeah. as of right now. Yeah. I do think that the primary, uh, the Democratic primary is going to be a real mess. I think Cuomo's got uh He's got a... He's not better than everyone.
1: Right? And if it was a just world, we'd have Bernie.
0: Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Uh, you know, I, my interest. It's so funny. You know, in two thousand eight, I was so uh, heavily invested in the in the U.S. political uh, until two thousand eight, yeah. and I think probably until maybe two thousand and nine. But you know, Obama's uh, time in office coincided with, I think, the most uh, problematic uh, period of relations between this country and. Pakistan and, and the and the U.S. and over time, I found myself more and more familiar with that system, you know, um, and less and less interested in how it worked because I, this becomes very very generic. But in a sense, the military establishment in all countries is dominant. Yeah, I mean that's what I learned. Between yeah. two thousand eight and two thousand sixteen, yeah. um, and uh, and I think that that learning is partly and this is very personalized, just for me, yeah. right? But that learning at least partially informs my view. Like, I mean, if we go back to what we were talking about earlier and connect the two, right? Basically, what we're saying is if our worry post-COVID is that there'll be a system that's still standing. That's not an abstract notion. That's a very specific, and so this is where some of my left friends, you know, yeah. are going to, because they're smart. Because yeah. uh, I made the connection while we were talking about it, yeah. but now I'm actually saying it. Yeah. What does that mean in Pakistan? Yeah. I mean, it means one thing. Right? Force of the last resort. Right? Yeah. And I think that, there's a legitimate alternate point of view that yeah. says, and those people aren't going to say it out loud right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, or if they are, they're, they're, too, they're too peripheral for it to matter in the, in the discourse. But there's going to be people that are not right-wing, you know, yeah. uh, raging sort of, you know, pro-violence people who will say that a collapse of the system is a necessary prerequisite to a more just, more equitable Better society.
1: Yeah, I just don't think that no, applies course. in Pakistan. No, no, no of yeah, course it doesn't. Yeah, right? yeah, and, yeah. and
0: that's not my position either. Yeah, yeah. But I do think, Fussy, that we, you and I, have to be able to talk to those people. Yeah. And I think that what's happened post 2014 15 for me is that I've kind of chosen, because it's also al- almost like a wellness issue as well. Yeah. You can't engage with every strain of discourse. Yeah. And there's been a very, I mean, to the extent that I see, uh, you know, if I see this kind of a challenge, I get a lot of this on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I just kind of, you know, I mean, if I've been following the person, unfollow, and if they keep coming at me, I'll just mute. And if it's abusive or if I'm irritated, you know, I'll block. Which is a big change, as you know, in yeah. my in my policy. And this is now going back about six months to a year, but that's that's where I'm at. Mm. But to be fair, if you're young and idealistic, and basically if you are the eighteen or twenty or twenty-five year old version of Ahmad, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't turning off the phone at that point. Right. right. I mean, we like Ahmad because he has actualized that pathway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ten, fifteen years down the road, I don't have the patience or the the bandwidth to accommodate you know what could be future demand do, do you see what i'm saying hmm. and so i guess it's I'm, I'm putting out a question maybe this is more of a private conversation <laughs> uh, but but it is it is an interesting thought exercise for me personally as to what and i and i say that not just for the left but also for the right that if there's somebody who uh, I think, was it Anwar Alaki, the, the Yemeni? Uh, the guy American, who got droned? Yeah, yeah. yeah. An- Anwar, yeah. Anwar al-Awlaki, yeah. right? So I think there was a lot of educated young kids who were like slightly borderline, not borderline, they were just like us, right? Yeah. Uh, or from the same broad demographic, sort of this big chunk of thing called, you know, the, the widest version of the Pakistani middle class. Yeah. Uh, you know, conversant in the English language. Potentially mobile beyond the country, at least for higher education, um, and aspirational both in terms of consumption but also in terms of ideas. They, yeah. Ideas matter to these people. I think there's a big chunk of those young people that actually used to listen to Alaki lectures uh, were heavily uh, m- impressed by you know what he was presenting. What's the other one? The British gang, the one that wants Khalafat.
1: Um, and those are come on. They, they got banned here first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Tariq?
0: no, 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 tehrir Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so his Hizb- and this is Majid Nawaz and yeah. that crew, right? And again, like we maybe off camera and off air, we'd say stuff, but since it's you know COVID nineteen, we'll say it. Yeah. You no, know? I mean, you gotta wonder about the post uh, Hisbatir, you know. Yeah. Version of somebody when you know they were impressionable enough. I don't want to use other words yeah. to get taken in by it prior to yeah. being reformed, right? Yeah. that's my whole problem with the kind of the every version of born again, whether it's liberal or conservative or Muslim or yeah. like any anybody who's like suddenly like massively renewed. I just it's for me my it's greatest like problem that alarm bells right away with right? people who've just quit smoking.
1: They're like the worst. All right. Camera's on. <laughs> I have two hands. Yes. And ten fingers. Yes. But I
0: only mean to show you two of those fingers with these two hands. Yes. I think that's fair. Yes,
1: yes. When you quit smoking, you were one of those. Was I, was I yeah, hard yeah, to? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah Am yeah. I still hard to? No, no, no.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now you're cool.
0: <laughs> Fussy makes yeah. up cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 no. Uh, so now since you've... Yeah. Since you've pushed the button, yeah. Um, Alhamdulillah, the first of March yeah. uh, represented uh, twelve years. I'll get you chips. Since my uh, right, one for each year, what like kind those of chip? AA
1: chips. What's an AA chip? So for every year you're sober, you get like a chip,
0: and then or repeat. like thirty years. Is it before. worth money?
1: No, you you just collect them like they're they're. Um, physical manifestations of your pride. Can you
0: trade them in for reform?
1: No. Civil no. service reform? No, no,
0: no, Social protection reform? No. N- nothing? No. Can we sell all of... But, you, but, but if you're in a
1: poker game and you guys run short, right? You can play around with those. Yeah. This is
0: me praying for Fussy. <laughs> yes. How could you even use the word poker? Poker. <laughs> um, <laughs> stuff for luck. Um... Yeah, I think uh, we, so we spent like most of this conversation, oh wow, that's pretty good. So I turn around and I'm looking at it, it's 9.42, so we're 18 seconds short. So what I'm going to do is this time I'm talking. Yeah. So. All right, great. And we're back in.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Wow, that's a. You know, there's also one last thing, I think, before we start wrapping things up. And this is interesting. And so I'm pretty convinced that, um, you know, no matter what nations do, this is something that's going to grow and fester. And it's a virus. It doesn't recognize borders, things like that. There are limitations on lockdowns. There's also limitations on people's personalities and how much they will... Comply with things, given that they've just spent like two three decades doing things a certain way. there were for lack of a better word, freedoms that they didn't acknowledge they were subconscious habits that were engendered without ever having to put a check on them. Um, and because of all of that, one of the things that I do see is that you know there are some hot spots about you know whether certain nations, whether they've got a BCG uh, you know shot, whether that helps them or not. We do have one thing, is that I think our above 80s are 1% of the population, which is significantly different from what it is in Europe and
0: other countries. Um, Average age in uh, Italy is, I think, pushing 50. It's yeah. 47 or something. Yeah. Average age in Pakistan is 22.7.
1: Yeah, so, so there you go. And, I mean, let's just hope that comes to pass, that those are things that mitigate against this. Uh, Because the other thing that's interesting is, like, while the U.S., well, not the U.S. so much, but at least the U.K., they came under a lot of pressure for the herd immunity idea in the beginning. But ultimately, given that the vaccine may be 18 months away at, you know, relatively optimistic uh, prognosis, although it's also interesting is that the other coronaviruses don't really have vaccines that work, despite them being around for so long, right? Like, you know, versions of the cold or flu or whatever. But, and then it'll be some level of, I mean, flattening the curve doesn't try to eliminate the virus. It's just trying to get people to get the virus at a controlled rate so that hospitals don't uh, get overrun. And maybe eventually it's going to be herd immunity through this indirect means that eventually will put an end to this. Because otherwise, I mean, for us, November again will be back at this particular point when the wave comes back. Um, why, why November? Um, just this is presumptive, right? Like some people think that some coronaviruses don't do particularly well in the summer. Um, there's no proof that this yeah, virus but will but follow that.
0: No, but Karachi's sort of seeing a surge in numbers while temperatures are you know, on average 30, 30 degrees.
1: No, no, I agree, right? Yeah. But our summers are hotter than that, right? So at this because it's also surging in Australia and in countries that do have yeah. warm weather, right? So this is something that we may not uh, rely on. And I'm just saying these two, three things, which are in no way established facts, but you also, as a realist and looking at the enormity of what may happen you also hope that some of these which sound somewhat tangible, somewhat, you know, (sighs) as a hypothesis that has uh, some basis, fragmentary of truth as opposed to just a flight of fancy. Let's hope one of these pans out. Um, And if Mm. it does, at least maybe the worst of it won't hit. Mm. Then a lot of what we've been discussing may be academic at some level. Uh, But... To be but frank, I don't, think, I don't that, think that's the case.
0: Well, but I think that even if the worst case scenario is, and I don't even know what that looks like, but it is truly apocalyptic. Um, yeah. But let's say that there is no worst case scenario, and that the curve is flattened. Uh, frankly, so so you've tried to end on a positive note in terms of you know looking forward. Let me just let's just revo- rewind a little bit and and look at this country's performance on you know, on a global scale. Uh, The numbers and the growth of the numbers is not, it's not, it has not become so far uh, exponential. Mm. It's bordering that. The decision to keep the China, uh, Wuhan students out, uh, I think we talked about it. If we didn't talk about it on the podcast, because I think our podcast is a long time ago now, our um, podcast is prior to Corona being a big issue. Sure. So then, yeah. But we talked about it maybe on the phone at some point. Yeah. yeah but yeah. when the decision was taken, I remember distinctly not expressing outrage. I yeah. saw a lot of people that were just, you know, I do think that too much of our television based, anchor based uh, public discourse is reactive and is only about that second, which causes massive panic and a lot of disinformation that is not deliberate, but it creates massively skewed incentives for individuals, political parties, and public office holders. But can I add one the thing? China, sorry, just, let me just... Fit. I just
1: want to add one thing to this, sorry. I think the most interesting thing is the fact that they categorize this as a novel coronavirus, and the novelty is that it's just come, and all reactions are going to be like this, because people don't know, or at that time definitely didn't know what it really was,
0: what the risk parameters are. What was your position on the China Wuhan uh, when when we weren't letting them back in? My position was that's fine. Yeah. So was yeah, mine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was concerned. And my my and, issue and it, was
1: partly because we didn't
0: know enough. Right. And that's exactly yeah. that's that was so to me from a citizenship angle. Yeah. I mean, it's disgraceful, of course. Yeah. But from a public policy angle, it's exactly the right thing to do if you don't know enough or if you think the risk is worth doing that, then, then do it. Right? So I actually think it could have been either, right? If you didn't
1: know enough but you thought that it was expedient or important enough that you get your citizens back and then you have a means of quarantining everyone on the plane have a means of shuttling them to that quarantine, keeping them separate, without having enough knowledge, even that was a workable solution. I just thought that the, uh, how, you know, pressure, how much pressure or how much emotion was behind that we need them back was probably slightly ill-informed because even if you wanted them back and we could have taken them back,
0: you would have to do a series of actions because of the lack of information. The point being, it was a good decision by the government of Pakistan. Yeah, yeah no, no, I agree. The the quarantine on the iran Balochistan border was a good decision by the government of Pakistan. Yeah. Were there compromises that were made? There's conflicting reports on that. Yeah. So I'll say this, even with the compromises, yeah. that public policy decision was a good decision. Yeah. And those two decisions alone yeah. add to that the quarantine facilities in Sindh yeah. the transparency of the government of KP and the late but robust reaction of Punjab, the leadership of the chief executive of the province of Balochistan yeah. and the conduct of the health ministry, the social protection, what's uh, called the PA Poverty Alleviation and uh, Social Security Division uh, at the federal level. This is all good stuff. Like this was as good as it gets globally in terms of public policy. Pakistan has already at least initial... So this is a curve, right? And you want to flatten it? Flattening the curve probably means it just gets flattened out all. But I would say that at least the first part of the growth to the exponential, that has been stretched out without question. So as far as what was the objective of public policy, the best case scenario was flattening the curve. Yeah, the first step in flattening the curve is stretching out the buildup to the peak. Yeah, Baxsan has already achieved that. yeah. now, are we testing enough? Question mark. Are our facilities ready? No, and they never will be. There is not a thousand years in which you could actually devise a public health care system that could actually cater to this kind of a pandemic. yeah, so so I think realistically speaking, Pakistan's done incredibly well so far. It isn't the credit of one individual or one party or one ethnicity or one sect. It is the credit of the entire country. Because elected governments represent everybody. Right? I have to say one more thing.
1: And this may be just my politics talking, but I've been deeply impressed by the net result of the 18th Amendment.
0: Oh, our
1: success is because of the 18th Amendment. and, And I was just thinking about that. And you see how people...
0: People are trying to twist that yeah. to the opposite. Yeah, it's yeah. not the opposite. It's not I the opposite. I absolutely agree
1: with you because absolutely. I've looked at this, and when you look at it, and look if you had just a federal government responding. I'm right. getting good at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you so, just so, pause there, yeah, uh, sure. And so I was just saying is that if you just had a centralized response to this, or for federal government, that to had to assess the needs of all the provinces. Uh, the differences in how the infections are playing out, like Karachi is a different case where people are coming in and going. It's very different, say, from, you know, maybe parts of South Punjab, KPS, labor mobility, things like that, Uh, Iran and Balochistan. I just think that um, in the final tally, whatever missteps people are going to make, and there will be many, I have been impressed by how the 18th Amendment has worked, the way we at least at the design stage we thought it might work and it took a real emergency just to show the strength of it because everyone's learning from one another somebody takes one decision quickly somebody follow, follows that policy somebody takes something else and i think that's the way it has
0: to be no question let's this part usually we would do off air but i'm going to do it on air yeah uh i think i think the whole conversation has changed yeah I think I'd like for us to make this the first episode of, I don't know what we call it, but it's yeah. it's not season four, which yeah. we started. So yeah. we're going to either pause or scrap that. Yeah. And I think that we should have this conversation. We should be, and I've tried to be, much more open. Yeah. Uh, and we should be a source of assurance yeah. uh, for people. Uh, a lot of people are going to struggle with mental health as this crisis yeah. uh, evolves. In fact, I don't think anybody living is going to not struggle with mental yeah. health. Uh, just the numbers from uh, China, from Italy, from, you know, even even the growth in numbers in Pakistan, it is scary now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was scary from the get-go, but it is now, yeah. it's ramping up. The numbers are building in a way that's going to be hard to escape yeah. that this is a pandemic. I think the lockdown has or you know let's call it whatever 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 the best version of that term is that will make people happy all people let's use that right yeah. like i don't we have to stop fighting over words we have to stop fighting over our ego we we really we have to reinvest in and I don't mind sounding like a sap for this, but I think that love as the basis for how we judge ourselves and others and how we engage with each other is actually the that, that we, we can't be shy about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're lasting, you're <laughs> I'm so sorry, me. man. <laughs> this always reminds me of something. When people talk about we need love, is, yeah, but as
0: I ain't people talking about I know me, that, you know, I, know know talk that. About I know. I know, but even. it
1: always reminds me of something which I only learned about fairly recently, and I think I might have told you this before. But you know, like when I was 20 or something, right? So I used to write poetry, and these guys said. <laughs> at
0: 20? Yeah. I stopped at like 19. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but what happened <laughs> was that, you know, there was this band that. They wanted it to make songs, right? And it was just two guys, a lead singer and a really good guitar player. And since I knew some rudimentary guitar, they thought, hey, you can be our bassist and write the lyrics. So we were going to be brush. Right? I know
0: I, I know the other two
1: guys, I think. You do? Okay. <laughs> and, and what happened is, like, I went, they liked the lyrics, and the band was made, and, like, and then I played the bass, and I just can't keep time, right? right? So I can play the chords, but I just can't. Keep, like, you know, white men can't jump. I just can't keep time. Pakhtuns don't keep time. And, and, and then, you know, I never heard from them again. And then my cousin told me, like, 10 years ago, do you know what happened? And I said, what? And so one of the guys, he was like, this band's going to be about love, right? And it was all about love. We're going to love one another. And it was really sweet. And we're going to be, like, this sort of band whatever. and whatever. We're change the world with love. With, yeah. yeah, and then my cousin told me, like, 10 years later, He said, look, you were so shit, right, (laughs) that they just, they they were so full of love that they didn't want to fire you, so the band broke up. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, so 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 the 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 point being like... And
0: and the other one would be... uh,
1: Oh, no, those guys are so gifted, right? Okay. They don't need bass players. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? This is program. Okay, and so do, this is somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's two other really nice guys. Yeah. Uh, the guitar player is actually one of the best lead players. His name is Muraduddin, really gifted. But anyhow, that was the thing. So I'm just saying it's like even in all this love, I think that at some point... You know, there's going to be criticism aimed at the state, and that will also be important for them too. And
0: I'm not asking up. anybody else to sh- sh- shut it down. Yeah, I'm just saying that even the criticism, just just stamp it with love. Say things in a way that no. What's the purpose of criticism? Is yeah. it to get RTs and yeah. to feel good about what you said? Yeah. Or is it to make better things happen yeah. for people who aren't as privileged as you? Yeah. Sorry, I I don't I I apologize for the taint change yeah. in tone, right? Yeah. But I really think yes, fine criticize. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. but there's a way to criticize yeah. that will actually achieve what you want achieved. Yeah. In the short run, yeah. less people dying, more flattening of the curve, yeah. more people eating, yeah. less people dying of hunger. Yeah. No riots. That's what we want right now. Yes. We'll get... We'll all... I mean, believe me, there's things I want to say. Yeah. And there's things you want to say that you haven't said. Yes. We will get to it. Yeah. When we get over this Yeah, and when the dust settles on this... And when we have
1: to paint villains.
0: We'll do what we need to know. Not paint villains. When we go after the villains. Yes. There are... Look, I'm not one of those like care... Like, you know... Oh, sorry. This is getting longer. Yeah. Okay, we have yeah. two minutes. Yeah, whatever you do, yeah, you gotta watch Dave Chappelle receiving the Mark Twain uh, Prize for American Humor at the Kennedy Center. That it's just been idea. posted on Netflix. Okay, there's clips of it on YouTube. Yes, uh, a you have to understand how I feel about Dave Chappelle. He yeah. is the Single greatest public intellectual alive on the planet. Yeah. Okay. And he talks about Care Bears.
1: Yeah. I'll check that out. You got it.
0: And he does it, and it's so tight, man. It's, uh, you know what we'll do is when we post this, I'll find that clip and I'll I'll put it up. uh, I'll post it. Just randomly
1: before we finish, two things about Jay Chappelle that I've always loved. Number one, you ever seen him live? No. I have. Next. So, sorry, so the first I had to get you back for yeah. So the first one was, I don't know, sorry. Every time, love, love, I just think about my time as a bass player. My six hours of paying bass, right? And, and, and so um, Dave Chappelle's most high concept sketch was the blind black Klansman who didn't know he was black. Yeah. Right. And I used. To, I used to <laughs> uh, okay. So actually, his
0: great, his his high concept yeah. is the baby in the ghetto. Okay. I haven't seen that.
1: <laughs> you got you got to watch that. Okay. It, uh,
0: the baby in the ghetto, and also um, the the bus terrorist. Okay. You don't know either of what I'm talking about.
1: I think I know the bus terrorist, but I think we can't long talk more ago. about it. Yeah.
0: We, we just can't. Yeah. But I think, in fact, I'm ashamed I brought it up because one day my kids are going to see this yeah. and they're going to think dad thought that that was funny. Wait, wait, wait. The second
1: thing that as I heard is his recent stand-up album and like he's like, so, you know, these two kids who said this stuff about Michael Jackson?
0: Yeah. Right? Stop there! It's so
1: good. It's so funny it's so good. that one bit it's of his. So good.
0: It's
1: so good. <laughs> you know,
0: <We're> calling coke.
1: Yeah. You <laughs> know, this one point he says like, you know, I'm sorry. I just don't believe them, cause I'm what you call a victim blame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've been <you>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to stop now. This yeah. is a PG yes, yes, It's a serious yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. about Pakistan yeah, 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 yeah. and its modern challenges. <laughs> and we can't do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we're, agree. We're stopping. Okay. We gotta stop anyway, nine oh six. Okay. Fussy? So anyhow,
1: inshallah I pray. Long
0: distance uh, love to yes, you. Yes. This and is the long distance this is the corona hug. Right. And this is the corona kiss. Okay. There's no because right. that you might be so it's yes, nice.
1: okay that's great. Don't return the love. Uh, okay. uh, no, don't don't <laughs> return the love. Wakanda so stuff, right?
0: <laughs> that's yeah, yeah okay Fine. great good. Well, anyway, I didn't think of Wakanda. I was just thinking this is how you hug at at a distance. Right. I've now given you three hugs. Yeah. You have not even given me half a hug back. They go, no, I get it. You yeah. don't want to break up the band. I got, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. you. You know, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this first effort on uh, on how to Pakistan uh, in, aligned with the corona take care of yourself establish uh, and practice social distancing stay home use lots of uh, use lots of uh, if you don't have uh, hand sanitizer wash your hands with soap uh, be good to one another Spread love. Yes, I agree, and I hope uh, everyone remains safe. Inshallah, Rasulillah. Zaka khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.